This WBEZ podcast is supported by Hacia, whose Executive Fellows Program provides Black and Latinx business owners with real-world tools and strategies needed to master fundamental management concepts related to company stability and growth. Registrants learn through one-on-one executive coaching sessions with subject matter experts in the areas of finance, business development, operations, and legal. More info at HACIAWorks.org. You may know Illinois Secretary of State Jesse White because his name is on your driver's license, or maybe you've seen the tumbling team that bears his name. But as WBEZ's Dave McKinney reports, there's a lot more to White's legendary political career as it comes to an end. The 88-year-old Chicago Democrat is leaving office in January after serving 24 years as Secretary of State, the longest anyone's been in that role and the first African-American to hold the office. But he had another line of work before he got into Illinois politics. In the early 1960s, White played in the Chicago Cubs farm system. He could swing the bat, and he had a knack for stealing bases. In 1963, White was confronted by a team pitching coach after being spotted in a diner with a female reporter interested in his promising baseball career and work in Chicago's inner city. He said, uh, you were having lunch with a white woman. I said, that was a reporter. No, don't BS me. No, that was your girlfriend. That coach told White he had been on a short list to be called up to the Cubs, but after seeing the two together, not anymore. It was a decision White said dripped of bigotry. As it turned out, I never got a chance to make the majors. Tom Ricketts, the current Cubs owner, tells WBEZ he'd never heard that story before from White and says he's saddened by his organization's past racism. Ricketts says he now admires White even more and considers him, quote, a Cub for life. On the field, White was heckled for the color of his skin in Texas and got into a fistfight with a man unhappy he was eating with other teammates in a Minnesota restaurant. And as Secretary of State, White and his tumbling team were pelted by debris from racist revelers in the Southside Irish Parade, prompting him never to partake in the event again. And yet, he never felt anger or distrust for white people. I don't dislike anyone because of how they came into this world. It's a philosophy that helped make him one of Illinois' most popular and enduring political figures. He's held office since Richard J. Daley was Chicago's mayor, from Illinois lawmaker to Secretary of State. In six statewide campaigns, White was the top vote-getter four times, once winning every Illinois county. That's something no governor has achieved in at least 100 years. Not even Barack Obama did that. Democratic Senator Dick Durbin shared the statewide ballot twice with White, and both times got fewer votes. You have to wonder in, in this time of political division how one man can be so universally loved and respected as Jesse White is. But in 1998, White didn't start out getting that love and respect that he now has. Then powerful House Speaker Michael Madigan double-crossed him. The ex-speaker told White that he wanted a downstate Democrat to be Secretary of State, not someone from Cook County. But White later learned Madigan, in fact, was helping someone else from Cook County. White wound up winning the primary anyway and moved on to defeat Republican Al Salvi that fall. Salvi remembers how difficult it was to attack White because of his charitable work with his tumbling team. White also had the political sense not to attack GOP gubernatorial nominee George Ryan for a corruption scandal inside Ryan's Secretary of State office. But Salvi did, and it helped White as mainstream Republicans bailed on Salvi. I was getting hit for, for calling out corruption, and Jesse was uh, getting George Ryan's endorsement. 
that was really tough. Today, Salvi considers White a friend and says he's been a good Secretary of State. Jesse White is sort of a model of what both parties uh, should aspire to. During his tenure, White championed tougher licensing requirements for teen drivers, more restrictive seatbelt laws, and organ donations, and he's avoided allegations of corruption. But his legacy extends beyond that. More than 18,000 kids came up through his Jesse White tumbling team during the past 63 years, sometimes coming from impoverished or single-parent homes. Angela Spears is one of them. She was raised by her mom in the southwest suburbs and joined the Tumblers in the early 2000s. She's now a lawyer and views White as a father figure whose mantra, doing something good for someone every day, shaped her life. It is something that I've really instilled in my own practice, and it's how I live my life. White says for all he's accomplished and endured, he wants to be remembered as someone who helped people and who believed in good government. Dave McKinney, WBEZ News.